How's it going? Today on the Black Tie Fair, Patrick and I talk about Trump's meetings in Europe and how well those went. They did not go well, spoiler alert. Um, we also talk about emergency haircuts, really, really smart daughters, and walking way, way, way too close to me, or too close to Patrick. Take a listen. Hey, welcome to the Black Tie Fair, to two friends talk about politics, pro sports, and pop culture. I'm kind of sick, and also Jelani, also known as Jelani. Do you love me? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. That was for the song. Wait, okay, okay. The song. Don't ever fumble and come and magoo your way through an opening. Actually, I'm being real with them. Get, get your cough done before you do the intro. People are sitting there, list or walking, driving, running, doing whatever, and all of a sudden they hear this loud cough. They heard the music first. Earphones. The music went off, and it rolled into me coughing. <laughs> it was like a smooth transition. Music is slowly puttering off, and then it comes in. Anyway, to my left. Yo, yo, yo. Patrick in the house. Well, See? Yes. Take from your, your, your gut. Well, when I feel better, I'll do that. <laughs> we are back, folks, with another episode of The Black Tie Affair, the show you came to listen to. The show that's in your earbuds or bumping out of your radio or whatever listening device you're using. Maybe you're using your Google Home, your Alexa. Whatever you're using, <laughs> that's what you hear us on right now. We're about to get started. We're not going to waste any time because we have a whole lot of shit to talk about, unfortunately. A lot. It's are, been like a week. <laughs> I know. A and, week and, and a couple and of days. And the world yeah. switched all the way over it's yet like, again. It's so much. Oh my gosh, Patrick, what's what's new? So I just I don't want to do the news anymore. <laughs> Should we turn it off? Because like it's really depressing. It's so much. I I I'm just trying to wrap my head around some of the stuff that's going on, and there just continues to be more and more. And we're like going on two years of this. Like, this guy got some stamina, though. I tell you that much. In this department, he has stamina. <laughs> no, yeah, right, 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 right. In in breaking news. Or in, in breaking like, news. Like, the guy just knows how to break shit. He just lasts and lasts. So, first thing I want to talk about is Trump had a few visits. He had, he had a few European trips, okay? Um, I want to talk about the first trip he had, which was with our friends, not his friends, though, with NATO. He, he loves NATO. You don't no, love he, NATO. He, he loves NATO like he loves a good haircut. Okay? <laughs> like, this man hates NATO. Okay? okay. I love that um, analogy because that made it clear for me. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it makes sense. Um, what I don't understand is where it kind of all comes from. You know? Um, I don't know why there's just hatred of, like, Europeans. I mean, I get that it follows the narrative of, like, the, you know, conservatives, uh, uh, for those who are in the Bible Belt, you know, his his core base supporters, right? Because they're all, you know, they hate, you know, they hate uh, Europeans. They hate, you know, those 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 folks who come over here and... They hate anybody who is not their neighbor and looks just like them. That's right. The That's xenophobia right. is real. Right, which is basically Europeans. Um, and so, I, 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 I don't know where it comes from. And I keep thinking, like, it's an act, right? I want to think it's, like, this huge act that he's doing. But this guy has 
This guy has believed. I mean, he he believes in these things, and it's it's odd to me because this guy was a. I mean, he was a New York a, a New Yorker, you know. He I mean, he comes up from. I mean, he, he's not like it. It. I just don't understand the genesis of of his thought patterns of where he grew up because he didn't grow up in the South. He didn't grow up in 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 a rural area or a sheltered or um, obscure area. He grew up in New York City. Okay, you say that, and it sounds like a pretty convincing argument. But his dad was in the clan, so what are you talking about? Here? Well, I think his like granddaddy or something. Fine, right? his granddaddy was in yeah. the clan. It's still in the roots. On top of that, you don't have to be from the downhole to be to be racist. That's fair. Like all his friends, like he can see people of color, people from different backgrounds, individually as potentially beneficial. But as a whole, no, you guys aren't really. You guys don't really matter. Yeah, so he went to NATO and he just kind of fucked shit up. He went around and kind of like being the, uh, being the brutish, uh, uh, pushy American. Okay, so he went to NATO. The, uh, one of the first things he did that he went there is he he basically had us always accused NATO of never contributing their fair share, right? That America pays for NATO basically. Um, so he went there. Well, first of all, he said when he first got elected that he felt that NATO was obsolete. Right. Oh, now it's obsolete. Um, but but we created it just 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 let folks know mm. who don't know. Um, Wait, Patrick, real it's quick, our baby. What is NATO? What's the N, the A, the T, to the O? NATO is a North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Uh-huh. It's created basically after uh, World War II to fight against uh, really Russia or 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 to fight against Western Europe. So any folks who were looking at uh, being a threat to Western Europe, um, basically. I mean, let's just be real. It's a way for the U.S. to be able to have a footprint in your uh, uh, in Europe. That's I I heard everything you said. Right. I also noticed ner- no, you said a way to keep Russia intact in, in, in check. Right. So right. it's funny. That's really funny how he doesn't like NATO, and he. All right, continue your story. Yeah. I have a, I have a, <laughs> I don't know, I have a hypothesis, okay. and it sounds wild, but I'm gonna okay. let you finish. All right, so um, each member is so one of the first main issues that Trump had with NATO, amongst many, is the fact that they weren't spending enough on military spending. Okay, so his biggest thing was, look, you guys need to increase your military con- uh, 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 your, uh, your, uh, your your contributions, right? So he went there, and because technically each member country is supposed to be working towards putting two percent of its GDP towards defense spending. Okay, now um, they have till twenty twenty four to get there. Um, the uh, now the cash would be used for things like intelligence, surveillance, and ballistic missiles. Um, there are only five countries out of the twenty nine countries, including the U S, that have actually met that uh, uh, met that obligation. Okay, um, now here is an important fact uh, to know that Trump Trump says that America is fitting the bill for it. Um, but that's not the case. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, because of the various wars that we have created, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, right? NATO has been spending more money on U.S. escapades and excursions than any other country. Any other country. So when it's come time for the U.S. to have um, folks back them, NATO stands shoulder to shoulder. But Trump doesn't see that. Also, now you can correct me if I'm wrong. And I will stand corrected. But we use so much of our GDP on defense because we have a a, a hard on for blowing things up. We, we do always like we were always we're gonna we meet do. that no matter what. We, we want 
to have money spent on defense. That's right. That's right. And, and, and you know, a lot of countries um, don't like to spend money on defense. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal for them. They don't feel like they need to, you know. Um, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to pull up all the numbers because we talked about it on our past podcast. But it's like the U.S. spends like $684 billion on military defense. Right or like 1.2 billion dollars or some, some some obscene number like that. Right, the next the next person after that is like China and Russia, and they spend half that. Okay, Russia spends half that. That's right. Think about that. That's right. And and for the folks who don't know or Trump supporters who do not know, NATO is our only safeguard against Russia. There's no there's no there's no U.S. over there in Europe. There's only other countries that can help defend against Russia. Uh. So that's the first thing that Trump did. Trump actually wanted to, uh, he demanded that the other countries actually increase their contributions to 4% of their GDP. Hmm. Now, um, Trump supporters say that uh, the U.S. has been taking advantage of for years, which we <coughs> talked about, um, and it's time for NATO to finally pay up, while critics say that the 2% is just a guideline, that it, go- it actually goes towards individual defense um, of each country. Not a joint NATO bank account. Also, on top of that, it was the scale. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so the second thing he did was while he was at uh, NATO, he he decided to kick uh, Germany Chancellor Angela Merkel in the proverbial nuts. Oh. Okay. What he said that he criticized her for, uh, well, actually, the country of Germany, criticized them for being too lenient on Russia. That um, there was a recent uh, gas line that was approved a partnership between Germany and Russia that allowed for Russia to basically be the monopoly gas provider in Germany. And uh, Trump didn't like that. He felt that if he was criticized for being a supporter of Russia, Germany should also be criticized because with this pipeline deal, um, it basically, uh, it basically um, makes Germany beholden to Russia. So he's like, hey, I'm not the only one sleeping in bed with Russia. Look at look at fat ass uh, Chancellor Merkel. He calls himself fat? That's really funny. Also, it's crazy how spicy he's talking to a woman who's a leader. He doesn't speak so spicy with whoever he talks to next or whoever he talks to in a little while. Are you talking about Putin? I am talking about Putin. So uh, let's get into that uh, because, you know, a couple days later. Well, well, before we talk about Putin real quick, you know, a reporter had asked Trump. Like, is he, you know, like, how did he think that NATO, uh, this was right after NATO uh, summit finished and going into the, uh, you know, the visit with uh, uh, the first date with um, Poon. So a reporter asked him how he thought the you know, meeting went in NATO. And he said that he thought it went well, um, but he feels like the Russian meeting will be a lot, much, much easier. And because, uh, of course, when you're fangirling over... You know, your favorite... Um, dictator? <laughs> dictator. He's a dictator. I mean, well, I mean, he's not in the terms of dictator because he is elected, right? Yeah, he was elected maybe <laughs> the first time. Actually, he wasn't elected the first time. He was, he was put into power and then now he gets elected, but quote he gets unquote. Like, he gets like 90%. Yeah. Like 98%. That's so crazy. That's so wild. <laughs> like I don't know so how popular. that happened. He's, so he's popular. really popular. So um, uh, he said that the meeting with Poon, um, Trump hard Poon, mm-hmm. uh, would, 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 uh, would go much, much easier. That he felt that it was, you know, it's easy. He's in that. You didn't have to do homework. You didn't have to read. Why? He, he just knows Poon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why you have to read about that guy. So, um, the two met in fin- uh, Finland. 
Great, mm. great country to have a date in. Great country. I've I've seen that you know you know you got those AAA magazines that come in the mail. The sunsets are amazing. Uh, and they talked about Finland, um, Helsinki, um, great place to visit. Great place for two assholes to meet, um, and discuss how how how, how they want to plot to take over the world. Bro, like, <laughs> I need Captain Planet, somebody to show up and help us out here, because this is going real bad. I know. Well, so the two agreed that they don't like terrorism. They both said that. Like, that's a myth they stand. Against. They don't like that stuff, yeah. yeah. Like, just, just put people um, under your thumb. Don't terrorize them. They do need to work together um, to, uh, you know, resolve Syria, what's going on over there. Okay. Uh, it's important. Um, but they disagreed on, like, Crimea, you know? I don't know the details about that, but I know there was a disagreement. But they didn't see eye to eye on Crimea. They didn't see eye to eye that Russia basically took over an independent nation and acquired it for themselves. So you mean that? So, so Putin, he probably defended that action that he did. Right. Right. Of course. That's I wild. Would, I would imagine so. And Trump's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I, I kind of agree with you, sort of, maybe. Um, they had uh, they had disagreements on the Russian new uh, a nu- a nuclear deal. Um, but one thing that was on everybody's mind was, is he going to bring up uh, the election hacking, right? Because a few days earlier, uh, Mueller decided to indict 12 Russians. I heard about this. That wasn't a coincidence, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, what is that song um, that Dr. Dre came up with? And it was Eminem. And he said, don't, uh, don't forget about Dre. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, don't forget about Dre. Forgot about Dre. And that's kind of what Mueller did. Don't forget about Mueller. Don't forget about Mueller. <laughs> don't forget about Bob. Yeah. That <laughs> Motherfucker, the, I forgot about Bob. Yeah, that... <laughs> I forgot about Bob. That is the title of the plot. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, because Mueller was like, you know, y'all think y'all funny and shit, but let's go ahead and drop the 12 indictments right before you go to Russia. 12-track EP from Bob <laughs> Mueller, son. So, um, you know, everybody's wondering, was Trump going to bring this up? Was Trump going to confront Putin and say, look, this is what our investigation shows. Show me where those fucking 12 Russians are in your country. We want to ec- uh, 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 extradite them. Can I say that word? Extradite, yeah. Now, see, now, real quick, before you get too deeply into it, this would be the big, bad, powerful Trump that everybody who are uh, Trump supporters would have. That's, that's mm-hmm. what he would have done. If this is the guy you're talking about, he was like, hey, all right, so we got these Russians over here. They're messing with our elections. I ain't down with that. Me and my super long-ass tie are not down with that. I need right. some I need some names. Bring me the names. Did, come, 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 come correct, Putin. Right. That's what I wanted to have happen. But, but it didn't happen. That did not happen. It didn't happen at all. Um, no. Uh, as, 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 as a matter of fact, quite, quite the opposite. The opposite. Um, he said that Trump did not, Trump said he did confront them, confront Putin about it. Uh, Poon said that Trump said that Poon said that he strongly denied it. A powerful denial is what Trump said. Well, then there you go. Well, yeah, and he believed it. He said, yeah, well, yeah. Well, why would he lie? Like, like why? When I do something mm-hmm. that's against the law, I always admit to it. Yeah, Trump actually said that it's it it's it's the U.S.'s fault, um, and Russia's fault, but but also because the U.S. is all stupid decisions that led up to the degradation of relationships between Russia and the U.S. Mm. That's the reason why. Hmm. Not because Trump was, because Putin was meddling in our elections. So he didn't have anything real spicy to say, like he said, to Germany's prime uh, minister. Oh, no. Crazy. That's no, wild. No, no, no. Uh, so what really frustrates me is 
you know, Trump had an opportunity to be that strong man. Mm-hmm. Right? He had an opportunity to come out against um, Putin. And quite frankly, it, it would have been a nonpartisan issue. It would have been a bipartisan issue. Okay. Republicans and Democrats would have both fucking applauded you for doing that. Okay. Um, but he got condemnation on both sides um, of the aisle. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a report that we were reading earlier before we started the pod uh, about Chris Wallace of Fox News. He actually got an opportunity to interview Putin. Okay, and if you didn't, if you have not seen the interview, go watch the interview of how Chris Wallace just just goes at Putin just over and over again. Like like an actual reporter. Like an actual reporter who didn't give a shit if uh, Poon was Poon and he wasn't. Gonna, they didn't feel like his life was fucking threatened. Okay. Um, so now, rest in peace, Christopher Wallace, because now Putin's gonna kill you. That's right. Yeah, he murdered people right. like that. Chris Wallace, you gotta go. You gotta go. Um, that's that's what Putin's saying. Yeah. Like like who who'd let me interview? Uh, exactly. This? Now when does he die? Who, he doesn't who? die. No, he dies. There's something in his coffee in his water. There must be. Must be. Must must be coffee. Repercussions? Something. He dies. Nothing. Not this. All right. So whoever let me get the interview, they die then. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Um, So go watch the interview because what when I watched it, um, and you saw some clips of it. I did see some clips of it. uh, And it was like, go ahead. Go ahead, boy. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I really thought that Trump would... You know, because you know, I really thought that I'm stumbling from words because I really did think that Trump was going to confront him in some way. Oh no, I did not think at all. I I mean, I didn't think he was going to confront him in the way that you know, uh, liberals and progressives would have wanted that. Even Republicans would have wanted it. But he kind of he he like bent over and was like, "Here, just take it and ass because just just bring it in." We are not gay shaming here. Do whatever no, you want, but it's when a good you, thing. No, you can have anal sex when you you're absolutely are. a woman and a man. I understand that, but okay. I'm saying no. But I'm saying either way. First of all, Donald Trump is a man, so the, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant look, both sides could take it up the butt. Yes, you know what I mean? well, my <laughs> point was, but still, Donald Trump had kowtowed to a person who was a bigger bad than he was, and we, in this particular instance, demonstrated it that way. But yeah. you're right. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Um, I don't like uh, the the uh, apologies all the time. Why do you have a disclaimer? Just let me say my shit and don't worry about the apologies stuff. And say, if someone emails you and has it, uh, sometimes like, it's these emails. I'm just or, kidding. Or, like at us that Patrick, you should not say that because I think that you you made a uh, discriminatory comment about gay people because you mentioned anal sex. No, 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 no. We're just dogging Trump here, okay? Only um, Trump. Right. It has nothing to do. The fact that you bring it up makes makes it seem like it's a thing. <laughs> the fact you know it's not a thing until you bring it up. All right. Now, now it's a thing. Okay, so um, I just want to be clear that uh, you know, I want to read some tweets about uh Trump's uh, uh the insults and the uh venom that's coming out against Trump. Okay, and I want to say that it's 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 a bipartisan issue. Finally, like, uh, do you want to hear what John McCain said about about Trump and Putin? I've read this tweet, but you can read it again. Yeah, he said that um, it was. Let me pull this tweet here. He said that um, the people of, let's see here. There you go. Putin will do anything to shatter the transatlantic alliance. In 2016, he nearly succeeded in overthrowing Montenegro's democratically elected government and murdering its prime minister in order to prevent it uh, from joining NATO. This is a man who has brain cancer. Okay. Um, let but me... he's still smart. <laughs> 
but well, but he's had it in. He's had it in for he's had it in for Putin for a long time, a while. It might be called all the freaking evil that he does. Let me get back to you on that quote. Let me get back to you on the quote. Um, but I, I I I got tweets from all over the Republican aisle, um, both on Democrats and Republicans. But but what astounded me is that this was a layup for Trump, um, and just said, you know what, fuck it. Uh, what makes me think like, is there something that Poon has on Trump, right? And Chris Wallace asked him that, and you know what Poon said? Nothing. I have nothing. Uh as a matter of fact, and you saw this clip, as a matter of fact, uh, Trump, before he decided to run, wasn't even on my radar. Didn't even know who he was. As a matter of fact, when he was in Russia, about that time, how you guys said he was in Russia, peeing on the prostitutes and stuff, I, I didn't even know he was in my country. I didn't even know. Motherfucker, he knew. He had cameras in there. There's a video out there with Trump peeing on well, prostitutes, or prostitutes peeing on each other. That's what I think it was, because like Trump, notorious dermaphobe, but he does have his kinks. Yeah. 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 He likes that shit. Yeah. He'll watch. He'll watch other people being dirty. Be dirty, girls. Yeah. <laughs> be dirty. On uh, on Obama's bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Obama. Yeah, it was presidential. But, but he, he is right. He is right. Obama on top of it. He's like, yes. Um, but, you know, just, just to talk real quick about, going back to what, what McCain said about Trump. He said he called Trump. Uh, it was a, what happened in Helsinki was a, quote, tragic mistake. Um, and called the president, and I quote, naive Ote, and, um, and he had a bunch of e- uh, yeah, uh, egotism egotism in meeting with Trump. Faulted Trump's naivete and egotism. Yeah, egotism, yeah. Egotism, all right. Um, so apparently John McCain doesn't like Trump. I don't know if you knew that. Well, no, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I was aware. <laughs> so, okay, so all this is going on. Okay. Yeah, that's um, really bad news. Like, we basically have a president who's like a Manchurian candidate and revealed himself in front of everybody. Cause Putin and yet got, still has his supporters. Okay, because Putin got some on him, right? He Putin must got dirt on him, something, right? Or he just really, really thinks that this is the way to go about it. Because I was listening to a podcast on the way over here that leads me to believe that we're watching the slow dismantling of the country's fabric so that Trump does not have to be elected again. Like we're watching the like dismantling of how we work of the system, so that he can just stay in power. He dies, and DJT Junior goes into power, and they just we just run it that way. That'll be that'll be the new wave. That'll be the new wave. We just be Trump Trump country. Because I thought the news story this week was going to be about the Supreme Court nominee, right? Because last week we talked about the the nomination coming up, and like two days later, the actual nominee was announced. Yeah, but that doesn't matter anymore. But that's the play, that. And I really got to really think twice. It's is the craziest it, show game. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really Trump doing the narrative or is it really the press is fault for not focusing on it? Because this is what Trump's thinking, right? Is Trump going, you know what? I'll put, you know, the nominee, but don't worry about it. I got some plan that'll fucking fuck up the headlines. Okay. I got something big. I'm going to go to fucking NATO. I'm going to fuck with Merkel. Okay. I'm going to insult Merkel. I'm going to tell NATO, you know what? Screw you guys. Okay. Because politically, this works for me anyways. Screw you guys. I'm going to give a big F you to you. And you know, and to tie it on a big fucking ribbon to make the media go crazy, me and Poon are going to meet. And guess what? I'm not going to talk about the, I'm not going to talk about the elections. Could he be doing that? And, and, and all the while, I'll tell you, go ahead. Go out, go out the back door, baby. Go out the back door. Everybody, go out the back door. 
Well, it's it's something like that. Is he that. the king of distraction? Something like is that. Is that what's happening? Something like that because like because because you have to start asking yourself is why it is the it the greatest sleight of hand? Yeah, because something you have to start asking yourself why is it that the the greater Republican Party aren't saying anything? I mean, they're just now starting. Some of them are starting to say some stuff, but for the most part, people on Fox News, the actual people in the um, Senate and the in the House, like they're just like, well, we we appreciate the president and what he's doing. It's gonna be all right. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. And it wasn't until now where everybody was like, nah, son, this is simply not going to work. The only people who were coming like with that with that good old fashioned Trump support were people like Tucker Carlson, <clears throat> still sick folk. People like Tucker Carlson and surprise, surprise, Rand Paul was bringing the positive energy. Also, do 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 we get a point of like critical mass where like this stuff has to come back to roost, right? Like, I I very much felt felt that way during the Bush years, right? Um, when you know after 9-11 we went to afghanistan and iraq and all these soldiers were getting killed and you know he, he was making him and cheney were making decisions that you and i would just it would make us throw up um and i knew there was going to be a whirlwind a reckoning right i knew that was going to happen uh and when obama was elected i was like this is reaping the whirlwind right this now that's true this is a combination and so my question is do you get to a point with Trump where it gets critical mass where this is not normal? This is not the standard practice. This 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 isn't the prelude to Handmaid's Tale, okay? Um, our country is not like that. And watch the critical mass. People are gonna wake up, and you're are you are you're gonna see in the next election. Now, here at the Black Tie Affair, we definitely hope that's true. We absolutely hope that's true. However, the other side of that exact same coin is that unfortunately. What if this was all a big plan to make sure that does not happen whatsoever and we do potentially dismantle it? What if people are like, you know what? The critical mass is, hey, I've become so apathetic to everything. That's right. You're just so like, I'm fuck, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And then you roll over and let them murder all of us. Because like I saw like, if you haven't seen, uh, I want to go see The Purge. Okay, the first, the first yeah, the first word you see it. I know the premise. I know I know how the premise. So, how this one really is like, it, it it shows a mirror to what's going on right now. Yeah, it's kind of like you know these this dystopian future, right? It's like right right before things go explode and go like horribly wrong and stuff, right? It's like these there's these common there's these average folks who are like this is not gonna pass, like this is ridiculous, like America's not like this, and lo and behold, it happens, right? Um, there's those minorities who are out uh you know protesting and the folks that are, are always up in arms you know you, you see that in the movie right in handmaid's hill the same thing uh in the show they have you know oh what happened before this dystopian future right and the same thing when all these radical people were coming forward and moving up uh, it was kind of like you know what like uh they're so crazy it's never gonna happen and then an election happens and these folks that you didn't think were powerful enough come into power and it's like oh my god like this is happening Right, this is actually happening. That's what happened in uh, when Hitler was elected. People thought Hitler was crazy. People didn't believe it, so his party won. I was like, oh my God, he's now a chancellor. Like, he's now the leader of the country. And now what do we do? Like, I don't know how this story is going to end. You know, I really feel like America will turn the corner. Um, and it'll be a change um, election coming up. Because um, I don't feel like, it's not even like, you know, we talk about this week, you know, and we're kind of going on a tangent, but we talked about 
the fact that Republicans are no longer Republicans. Like you, if you're a Republican, you are de facto a Trump supporter. Okay. Um, it wasn't like even Obama, you know, even like Bush, because I knew some Republicans who just didn't like Bush, didn't like his tactics, maybe like Bush, but didn't like Cheney, right? And it was kind of okay, cool. Because I've been over the past two decades have had dialogue, debates, discourse with Republicans, okay, both on a personal level and on a professional level, okay? For 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 my vocation, okay, my job was to hate and see Republicans as an, as an adversary, okay, and to go in knowing that. I'm negotiating against my loyal adversary, okay? It's not like that anymore. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, it's like, you can't even reason on common... There's, there's no common ground. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're having a conversation with somebody now where it's like, the sky is blue. Nah, son, it's purple. That's not... There's no sky. What are you talking about? You know, oh, shit. That was even better. That's fake news. That's there no is no, there's, there's nothing up there. Yeah, there's nothing. What are you talking about? Why right. show me these lies? Yeah. yeah. And it's like... You know, I can't imagine somebody, and again, I'm being very broad about this, but, you know, the polls show where vote, uh, the large majority, the deepest, reddest parts of Trump support, Trump, Trump land, if you will, you know, let's say like the deepest, darkest parts of uh, the Appalachian Mountains in West Virginia, right? Um, and I can't see someone, you know, at a bar watching the TV and seeing Trump in Russia and them going, you know what? I like Russia. Russia, my friend. Trump loves Russia. I love Russia. When these people live through, you know, Reagan, live through Bush, you know, and to see this and go, you know what? Because the president is now, you know, bobbing their head up and down on, on Poon's lap, I want to bob up and down on Poon's lap. Like, I don't see that as being the case, right? No, here's the thing. I mean, that can't really hold water, can it? I have a healthy distrust, and this is why I think everyone should be a part of. Like, it's good to be optimistic, and I'm typically a very, very optimistic person. Uh-huh. But I feel like you should, in the little bit of your heart, say, "You know what? We could fuck this up again," and take that to make sure you push everybody you can out there. Because what happens is we get complacent. We're like, "No, no, 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 we'll be good." I believe versus now I don't believe, so I'm gonna be louder about, "Hey, dude, November's showing up." We yeah. are in July. November's showing up. Have you registered to vote? Are you out to register to vote? What are you voting for? This is what's going on. <laughs> we got to vote to this month, and we vote um, this year, we're voting next year. So mm-hmm. we get these, we got two votes coming up, yeah. or the world's going to end. Yeah, Think of it I, that way. You no, know, it's true. And I don't really, you know, I, you know, like California's never in play, right? California's like always, okay, it's always fucking liberal, fucking blue, progressive state, right? But we have an opportunity through the House to be able to flip seats. Exactly. And on we top win of the, in California, we, that. That's it. The rest of the country can kick back because we got it, California. Yeah, but they're, they're even trying to split the, our state up because the same thing. Like they know what they're doing. Like they're trying to split our state up. So yeah. it's like, don't, 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 don't sit on this, people. Do not sit on this because um, if you do, you will get a Handmaid's Tale. Okay, you will get a purge. They made these movies and these pieces of, of film so you could know what's out there. Avoid okay. it. So I want to just move on real quickly to talking about supreme court nominees okay we didn't get to talk about it at all today and we won't oh you mean the time. top story <laughs> the fucking top story okay? of last week supreme court is the a third of our branch of government yeah okay like it's like someone getting into the, it's like someone it's like another election right so for those who don't know because you just completely missed the story right um trump nominated judge brett kavanaugh 
Um, he was Trump's Supreme Court. He is now Trump's Supreme Court nominee. Um, and I gotta tell you, Lauren, this guy's fucking credentialed. Like this guy, when I when when I you know heard some of the the more biased stuff, the more progressive liberal stuff, right about him, the most uh, opposing views on him, they weren't really that bad. Like it was okay, but it wasn't like. Oh my God, because I read the, you know, obviously the conservative stuff is going to be all praise and glory to him, right? But I read a lot of the unbiased, neutral stuff. And this guy, like Trump's done a pretty good job of the last two nominees, you know, then this one being the second one of um, really like picking a well-resumed conservative. Like that makes it difficult for Democrats to uh, say no to. Um, I'll read you some of his resume. Uh, Kavanaugh, um, clerk for Anthony Kennedy. Okay, and there's discussions that uh, Kennedy actually kind of spoke to Trump about his his wishes of who's going to be his successor, and who better than a former clerk of his. Okay, um, he also was an aide to George W. Bush. Okay, so he has that uh, deep political history. As a matter of fact, this guy has been the one of the only political judges in. And uh, to be nominated, what I mean political I means that he basically grew up in D.C., so he he not only went to school in D.C., um, but 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 he also grew up there, so he knows the inner workings of Washington D.C. has a lot of connections. He also knows black people because a lot of black people live in Washington D.C. Yeah, um, he he's been a federal appeals court judge in D.C. since twenty uh, since two thousand six. Um, he's what they call an originalist, which means that he he thinks the Constitution should be interpreted how exactly how it's written. Um, he, he actually was claimed to fame was, uh, he was a part of the special counsel team that actually, uh, uh, issued out articles or draft, draft articles of impeach, uh, a, a reasoning for articles of impeach, impeachment against Clinton. Okay. But here's a crazy thing is that through that experience, he said he now feels like, um, presidents cannot be indicted. That's the gag. That's actually a big okay. problem. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I see that, but you know, his perspective is, "Hey, look, I can't. I had, I had, I had a come to Jesus moment um, when I had that experience." You would argue that the Lord says, "Fall back for a second, because <laughs> we got somebody who's in power right now. We need to deal with because right. the, the shit's falling off the rails." Right, right. So, um, because he did say that he 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 regretted, uh, you know, uh, the impeachment proceedings. He thought that it was a violation of the president's executive authority, and well, but you can go read his opinion on it, but. Um, so I, I gotta tell you, I think he'll probably pass. And I think that- Of course he's gonna pass. And I think that Democrats just have to resign to that and know that Kennedy was a conservative. So, so just, just to let folks understand the fall, cause, cause I predict it, he's gonna pass. Okay. Um, he's gonna be the next Supreme Court justice. What I would tell our Democratic, liberal, progressive friends out there is that, um, Kennedy- was already a conservative, okay? He, he may have swung in a few important decisions, but the vote was, the vote was already heading towards a conservative lean, okay? Um, I don't think that... So, because now... Cause we didn't even get to talk about uh, Chief Roberts, because Chief Roberts now is the moderate, right? Um, I think that if there's going to be any changes to Roe versus Wade or any of the mega decisions that you and I were both fearing last week, it's going to be... Uh, Incremental. Um, I don't think that the Roberts, uh, Chief Roberts, has a penchant for wanting to be evolutionary on decisions. I think that judges and Supreme Court nominee, uh, Supreme Court justice, 
think that precedence is very important. Um, and to, to overrule against precedence or opinion against precedence, I think uh, no Supreme Court justice do, uh, uh, does it uh, without pause. Um, so uh, it'll be okay. But what it if, will be okay. What if the, the judges are all like, you know, 40 years of evidence have led us to believe that all these abortions have happened in 40 years has been a huge bane to the country. We should just wipe the whole floor clean. I, like I said, I see that being unlikely, but some people have that fear. Yeah, yeah. These are, you know, these are, again, hypotheticals, right? There's no case yet that has been brought up. Um, is it possible? Who knows? Another Supreme Court justice might, you know, retire or pass away. A conservative one. Who knows what will happen, okay? Folks thought that Scalia was going to be on the, the uh, uh, was it Scalia who passed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Anthony Scalia. Um, that Scalia was going to be on the uh, the dais for decades to come, you know, but he passed. So you never know what will happen. Um, I'm I'm just saying it's not as bad as people think it is. Just, you know, that's no, that's my thought. Because because that's how I'm taking it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, just give us hold, two more years, baby. Hold, hold, hold on, for, give us hold two more on, years, baby. Hold on. Give us two girl. more years. I want you to take in your vitamins, girl. <laughs> you in your water. Yep. You got here, you just, you, hold on, baby. Yeah. Just hold on, girl. Um, so other stories we're not going to talk about because okay. there's a lot more stories. Um, we're not going to talk about how the 12 Thai boys and their coach were all rescued. Uh. We're not going to talk about that. I want to talk about the details, how it happened. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about how Japan and the European Union just made a huge trade partnership that basically eliminates any tariffs between the two regions and or countries. So we're not going to talk about that where Trump is now increasing our tariffs. Um, on goods. We're not going to talk about how Netflix is now king of the Emmy nominations. I saw that. Uh, dethroning HBO after 17 years of reign. Um, 112 to Netflix and 108 to HBO. We're not mm. going to talk about that. Oh, and the third place was ABC with um, 78. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, NBC with 30. Uh, with NBC. NBC? I bet you this is us helped them out a lot. And we're definitely not going to talk about how Trump is planning on spending $4 billion on new Air Force One make uh, a makeover. So some shoes. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, it is just is funny. Okay, so Trump is fine. Four, okay, four, a uh, four billion dollars for two new Air Force ones. Okay, sounds like shoes. <laughs> um, he he wanted to have a new American look. He thinks that the blue, you know, the Kennedy blue and white. He said that he he did, he doesn't think it's American enough. It's not American. He wants to do a combination like red, white, and blue. That's what. Maybe we should say basically red and say make America great again on the side of the plane. Yeah. How about that? Right. Um, he said that he wants a presidential bed um, on Air Force One to be larger and more comfortable. Um, he says the one that they have um, is more like kind of like a couch-like, like sleeping, like a futon type of thing. He doesn't like that. He wants like a traditional bed there. You know, like they have on like Virgin Airlines and other places. Like I'm not aware of any of these things because I don't um, have the kind of um, <laughs> I don't have that kind of resource. Uh, but here's the good news though is it's uh, it probably if he doesn't get reelected he probably may get the chance to use them which is kind of fucked up because the next president who didn't get to choose the design of it it had to sleep in it um, because these planes won't be available till uh, 2021 actually. So. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Are you done with that? That's a wrap sir. Fantastic. Well, before we move on with the rest of the news, we have to get into this one other segment, um, the segment that we all love to hear about. It's when our friend Donald sends me a letter because he wants to hear from me. So he has to share information you about- specifically. Me specifically. In a sub section we call 
letters from Don. So, he's talking right now about ice. And not the cold, cold piece of water that you put inside your drinks. <laughs> well, he's talking about integra- integra- immigration control enforcement. Yes. All right? And he says to me this, Jelani, by the way, your name does sound like an immigrant. Uh, <laughs> Democrats are now calling to abolish ICE. Not a chance, exclamation mark. So long as I am your president, ICE will con- always defend our country. But now I need you to stand with me and our great patriots in ICE, whose jobs are being targeted by the open borders mob. As if they would not be able to get other jobs somewhere else. That's so stupid. Anyway, first liberals said they didn't want a wall, which is true. Now the truth is coming out. They don't even want Americans to defend our border. If we (laughs) don't defend our borders, no one will. No one's going to do that. I've been saying it for years. The special interest left dreams of an American without any borders. That would spell the end of our country because so many brown people would be here and the country would be done. <laughs> it did say brown people. It did not. Uh, we cannot wait until it's too late to act. We must stop the left now. Please sign your name and stand with me to protect our borders from the Browns, from the liberal mob calling for an end to ICE. Thank you. Some of these things I said in this statement may have been added by me. <laughs> Only the super racist stuff. But yes, that's what he said. So it's all about protecting ICE, because, you know, ICE, ICE baby out here. We can't we can't let it happen. So that's no. the end of that segment Don't for the news. Don't mess it up. We got to go ahead and keep moving forward. So let's go ahead and jump into that weekend wrap-up. Look at weekend This weekend was pretty uh, uneventful for me. Okay. I, I I didn't do much. All right. Well, I'm about to hear you say something quite the contrary. After what are you talking about? No, I, not a lot at all. All right. So first and foremost, I was going to go out with my friends, uh, my coworker friends, but it had been three, count them, three weeks since I had a haircut. That's a long time. Very long time, especially for me. On average, about two and a half. Exactly. Two, two, two weeks. Exactly. Half. I yeah. felt like a furball. I felt like I was Cro-Magnon Man. <laughs> I was wearing to work. I was just wearing like like patches of fur from deer that I hunted earlier in the week. Wow. Yeah, so that's what I was wearing because I was really, really an animal at that point in time. I was like, damn, I got to fix this. Now, I get off of work typically around six-ish. That's right. And I couldn't get off early because I couldn't get off early because I had some stuff that I had to do at work. I'm like, damn it. Okay. Now, we're going to meet up around eight to nine o'clock. Yes. I get off at around six. I was like, shit. Now, as you know, barbers typically close around sixes. That's right. So I was like, oh, goodness gracious. And my barber, to add fuel to the fire, she was on vacation. So oh, she no. was not even in the city. Uh-oh. So I do my due diligence. First and foremost, I think to myself, maybe I can get off early. Let me see. Sound like you're in the same position I was. Uh-huh. I was like, maybe I can get off early, and I'll go ahead and really quickly text her and add, confirm that she's on vacation. Can text her? Yes, she is on vacation. Text her again. Is it cool for me to ask one of the other barbers in the shop for an emergency haircut? Ask for permission. Exactly. She gives me her blessing, and I'm like, all right, cool. But work piles up. I can't leave yet. Damn it, damn it, damn it. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Go online, find out that Floyd's 99, the franchise barber, Floyd's. 
I never heard of them. You ever heard of Floyd's? No. Well, it's, it, typically it's a barbershop that's set up in a makeshift garage. It's oh, really weird. Okay. But it's an actual um, franchise, so there's several of the different um, locations you can go to. But there was one in Long Beach. So I was like, go. let me go to Long Beach, if anything, because I don't trust um, some people to cut my hair. So I'm going to the website, take a look, scroll down. I see a whole bunch of hairstyles or whatever, and I see this one guy, the only person in the whole place named Corey. He was a black dude. So I was like... You didn't make an appointment. You just walked right the fuck in. I did because, like I said, walk-ins were welcome. And I was like, cool, I'll just do that. So, so I, dr- I drive... you brother. I did, exactly. I drive in there, right? And I'm like, oh, hey. And I see him already sitting there cutting somebody's hair. But he seemed like it was pretty close to done. The guy was hair was pretty close to done. There wasn't a shoe. There wasn't too much of a line. didn't look like. I go up to the lady because uh-huh. there's actually in this particular barbershop, you have to not go to the barber, but there's an actual person up front with an actual desk, the cashier. I'm like, she's really weird. Like a cashier, for real? Okay. <laughs> I'm not used to that at the barbershop. Like, oh, ching Yes, but taking yeah. cards and shit. I'm like, what is this? So I'm like, oh, yeah, can I set up an appointment with a certain barber? And then she said this to me. She's all, you want to have a haircut with Corey? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I do. Now, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know why you said that. Now, we both know, because Corey's black. But oh, I was like, okay. we both know. We can't really say it, but can't we really do know it. what's really going on. I'm like, yes. I want to get a haircut with Corey. Of course, I want to get a haircut with Corey. Um, so I wait for like maybe 20 more minutes, reading some Rolling Stone, wait for Corey to show up. He's all Jelani, because I got to give my name in or whatever. He's all, hey, come back here. I tell him what I want to do with my cut. Now, I'm going to let you know, he did not get me exactly the way I wanted. There were a couple of mistakes. Okay. You can't see them. But okay. they were, they're fixed as, after some growth. But for one thing, my beard itself was not exactly lined up all the way. But I did like the how like there was like a fade. That's happening right here. That's pretty cool. But there's, I see that. I yeah, see that. I know you see it. I know you see it. But there's other things that was like, he gave me a line where where the line was so tough that there's actually a tiny, itty bitty little scar that, that, that showed up. But it's, it's fine because it's, it's healing up. It's not that big of a problem. Uh, it's, it's what it is. What it is. I'm not going to use him again. But he got the job done. He got the job You're done. You're done Corey. You're done. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't, well, well, I can't do that. No. I can't, no, no, no. You're not going back to Corey. Um, no. I'm not gonna, but he asked. He was like, he was like, he's like, so I mean, what's going on with your 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 last barber? I'm like, what's happening with that? I was like, I was like, bro, you're the emergency. You're the side chick. I need you to understand. Did you that. tell him? You tell him that you were just a Tinder. Oh yeah, exactly. He's like, like I swipe, I swipe right on you today, but I'm not gonna see you again probably. But he was having all kinds of conversations, talking about like his fiance and how he got into doing haircuts. Lots of conversations, lots of conversations. But that was cool. Anyway, we go out. Me and my friends. Me and my friends are out. I meet them out. Um, and it's like a lot of my coworkers, some coworkers that I've not hung out with really outside of work yet because they just kind of came to the company recently. And that gets to our next door. Cause we're out in Orange County, which I don't really like to hang out in, but it is what it is. We're out there. You work in Orange County. Exactly. But I don't like hanging out there. It's, no. Uh, we're at a rooftop bar that we've been to several times cause they love this place. Rooftop bar, hanging out, just sitting down, getting drinks, having a good time. Somehow, some way, throughout the crux of the conversation, throughout the course of the conversation, one of our coworkers, one of the newer people, is having a conversation about killing people. What? He's talking about killing people like it's a conversation that you can just have. And like he's drunk, obviously, but he's like, I mean, I'm saying that if you were gonna kill, like he's like, he said that like as a matter of fact, everyone wants to kill someone, and we don't do it because it's illegal, but everyone wants to kill someone, and we're like, no, no. Everyone does not want to. No, no. He's like, there's somebody you want to kill. It's like, no, I don't want to kill anyone. I was like, I'm sure you do. 
But anyway, he's like, what? then he, there's, a, there's a big hotel building that's right next to the bar, and it's really above everybody. So you can see people who are in their windows inside their hotel rooms from that bar. He's like, let's say you're in that hotel room and you're, you were ordered to kill someone there. And let's say you got pushed them out of the window. I think that, you know, you pay $200 for the initial, you know, service, and then another $200 for every uh, floor that they fall out of the window. What? I was like, first of all, bro, that doesn't even make any sense. Why do you compound for the floor they fall off of? That's yeah, that's just gravity. Exactly. Like, you, you, didn't, doing that you extra. didn't do anything extra. Yeah, you went to an... That means you press a different button on the elevator, so that doesn't change anything yeah, for I, you. I would make the argument that if you start on the first floor and you kept and, and you kept moving them up, yeah. then you, and you, you would get more points. Exactly, because like you convinced them to it's walk up there with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you convinced them to walk up to a place where they know they're going to die. Right. Yeah, now, you're, now you're doing real yeah. good stuff. That's just gravity. You can't take credit for that. No, by all means. Extra. But on top of that, I'm like, bro, how are you thinking about rates for murdering people? Where? Why? What? <laughs> how is this even in your brain? So we were real freaked out about that. So it, we never really got over it. We've been back at work since. Just keep your eye on him. Yeah, exactly. We've been back at work since. We're like, mm. Yeah, don't uh, don't go out with Josh. Mm, that's not his name, fortunately. <laughs> that's not his name at or all. Or Gregory. That, wow, that's not his name either. Jeremy. I'm glad you are dodging his actual name so well. But, but I haven't even told you his name. So that's, Kevin. That's not his name. Um. Anyway. Uh, next day, I was out and about in Long Beach, California, riding uh, my bike. tune and not accurate. Of I don't think Long Beach would like you to use that in that, that little jingle you did. Long Beach, California. I'm actually going to talk to the mayor about having that. I'm actually going to see the mayor. Of Long Beach? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you my demo tape. <laughs> I want you to put it in his pocket. Put it in his pocket and let him know what's They'd going be like, on. Strong bridge. Exactly. No, that's, 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 that's how they that, do it. That, that Everybody says that. That, 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 was, that, was the, that, that. that was the classic. Uh, uh, Nate Dog years, but we're back. Now we're a new. We got a new wave, so we're doing things differently. Uh, hanging out there, and then I go out, have some fun, end up playing video games while drinking, which is also fun. Did that, and then Sunday, what did I do? Oh no, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Excuse me, that was all Friday. Done. Lost yeah, yeah, track. I know. No. Uh, Saturday, I actually ended up going to California Adventure, which is really weird for me. I don't like that place. <laughs> but they have alcohol, though. Yeah, some friends of mine convinced me. I was like, let's go. And I was like, okay. And then, but here's the thing. Like, because your wife wanted me to go, and I can't go this week because I, I have work. But when we went last time, at the very least, I had the benefit of not having to worry about the cost. You know that I have no idea how much that place costs yeah. until I found out yes, this weekend. of course. When you go with my wife, you, you almost never pay. When she, exactly. When she invites you, it's, yes. like it's on the house. Very, very beneficial. The Disney gods help you out. That motherfucker is a beast. It's like 150 bucks or hundred. Something like, yes. Yeah, so I was like, to walk into the park? You didn't know that? No. That's how long. Wait, I, you didn't like Google it beforehand? Well, no. you know you're going to Disney, California Adventure. Well, right? I knew I knew I just got paid. So I was like, it, it is what it is. I, but I was like, it is what it is. Like, I'm going to get there. Oh, I get you there. didn't even just want to like look it up and see. Wait, wait, oh, wait I'm going to stop. Have, would it have changed your perspective on going? Well, because I already agreed. So I'm not going to be able to play. Okay, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. If so it was not, 200 bucks, it would have Yeah, so I'm like, exactly. I'm not going to be that person who okay, agreed to something. That's fine. Who looks just like, I'm going to go. That's fair. And then be like, okay. nah, son. I just want to know, you could have Googled the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be like, nah, son. I ain't got the money like that. I, I was got like, you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm cheapskate. But we ended up only being able to go through FastPass, which takes like two hours before you can get on anything anyway. We only got on the Incredicoaster. And the Guardians of the Galaxy. Was that fun, the credit coaster? Yeah, well, it's fun. How long was your wait? Oh, wait, yeah. There was no wait. We just had to walk around in the middle of it. It was so hot. But the oh, credit coaster is really cool because they added an additional storyline 
to the coaster. Okay. However, I'm going on it tomorrow. Excellent. I know, I know, exactly. That's the one the time I can't go. The thing that un- sucks about it though is that because there is a storyline to it now, what going on it twice in a row seems like oh, because the story is not. Okay. I mean, you still have fun on the coaster, sure. but you don't see the you don't see the the story is not yeah. story anymore. Did you go on um, Guardians of Galaxy? Yes, I did. You went to the last time Guardians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good time. Uh, exactly. It's no, good. It's that, fun. Yes. That is more fun to me than Incredicoaster. Yes. It's just like, I don't know why. I think because it's all dark, but it's just so funny. Yeah, the up and down is okay. I don't really care for it. The up and down is what I like. Really? Yeah. It is what it is. That's just me. We have a different, we have different situations. But that was my weekend in a nutshell. In all a shell right. of nuts. In a shell of nuts. Mm-hmm. Never heard anybody ever say that. A shell of nuts. So I'm not going to, really, so I'm going to talk about what happened to me during the week. And it's not even going to be really... Like an actual, like, oh, I went here, I went there. It's going to be just something that event, eventful that happened. And I, I was trying to find a way where I could squeeze into the podcast. Um, so, and this is something you actually haven't even heard. Um, so, I, uh, a few months ago, my wife and I decided to get my daughter tested. Um, uh, IQ tested. Did I talk to you about this? Yes, I, I knew you. I knew you were doing that I because your daughter's it. a young, young genius. Doogie Howser! <laughs> so... Um, I got her IQ tested because um, I didn't want to get caught in the trappings of, you know, parents of like, oh my God, Trevor is so smart. Look, he doesn't eat paste. Um, look, when he eats his Campbell soup, he can put all the letters together, right? Is there a big contingent of children who are eating paste? <laughs> there there are some kids who do, um, at least in their experimental years. Uh, so I didn't want to get caught in the trappings of that. And so I did a lot of research and essentially... If you want to know what your child's IQ is, you have to get them clinically tested. Like you have to go through a test, an IQ test, if you will. Um, so it got me to researching like gifted schools, right? Um, like the X-Men type schools, right? Uh, for the gifted and talented kids. And uh, I found this one school in Bel Air, California. And Bel Air, for those who don't know, it's a very wealthy, wealthy community. That's where the Fresh Prince stays. Just the so Fresh you know. Prince of Bel Air. That's how you can clarify there you that. Go. Okay. People know Good. that now. There you when go. they hear that, they're like, oh, that's, that's Bel Air. Right. I mean, because if Uncle Phil is out there, then. Right. All right, that's what it is. So this school um, will only accept kids and starting in kindergarten of a high IQ, very high level IQ. Um, you have to get your child tested using uh, an I, you know, getting an IQ score, right? You have to get them tested. And they're only like, out of like, there's like five doctors that they recommend that you use. I mean, not that you recommend, they say if you want to get your child admitted here, you have to get them tested by one of these five doctors, okay? Because, and they need to issue an IQ score for your kindergartner. So I did a lot of reading and research and basically they say you need to get your child tested. That's the only way to know if they, if they have a high IQ. So I got my daughter tested, right? Um, because I wanted to see, hey, maybe she could get into this gifted academy right? Or maybe she can get into another gifted school, right? Um, you know, I was in honors. You know, I don't know. Were you in honors? Yes, I was in honors. You were in honors. Um, I don't know why I said it so defensively. I know. I was like, I don't... I, I <laughs> yes, just, I was in honors! They put me in honors um, too. To that point, you know, I, 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 I know how I got into honors, right? It was just a teacher who realized like, hey, this kid's a bit more advanced or at least um, well, it can, can be challenged at a higher level. Um, you should consider going into an honors program, right? Um, I thought that was all kind of like basic, right? But I didn't want to leave my child's education to a teacher who will just identify her, right? Will, will, and hope that someone will just recognize that she's intelligent 
and and also I didn't want to get caught into the trappings of hey look my my child is smart, um or at least I think they're smart. But she is smart regardless. But still, but still, you, you, you know what? So, so let's pause right there because it's true. Like I don't give my daughter credit for anything she does. I'm <laughs> I'm like her biggest critic. Okay? Like yeah, but where's the evidence? Yeah, my wife is always like, oh my god, look at what she's doing and blah blah. And I'm always like, you know what? She uh she could be juggling like like spears. Like flaming spears, and I could be like, okay, whatever. That's like what kids do. Like I, that's I, not what kids do. I yeah, I just don't give her credit, right? So so folks, she wrote a sonnet yesterday, just <laughs> randomly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like I went ahead and got her tested, okay, and uh, and Lonnie, she came back with a very high IQ score, like. She came back with a hundred and twenty-one IQ score. Holy shit! The average, per like IQ scores, average is ninety to hundred. She is clinically gifted. Like that's the first time I'm telling you, right? I don't think. No, you. Right? All you told I me is you. I told you. You, yes. you told me you, she was gonna get tested. Yeah. I am like I'm surprised at the number. I'm not surprised that it's yes. high. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm saying, I'm thinking like one eighteen, yeah. like so one twenty one. Yeah, and but so, I knew it was going to be high. Oh my god! So, so let me just put into context, right? Because we had a chance to talk to the neuro, um, the neuroclinical psychologist. Okay, she said that my daughter is like, you know, um, what they call gifted. Okay, she's in the gifted range. Okay, and I was like, what the fuck is gifted? Right? I'm like, look, I was in honors, I was in AP. Okay, like. You know, like, what is really gifted? And she goes, sir, um, it is well beyond that. <laughs> she was like, sir, she's in the um, 95th percentile of population of intelligence. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like soaking this in. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just pump the brakes here for a second. Okay. She tells me that my child from my sperm, okay, my, my sperm, okay. Um, Your wife has something to do with it also. Fair. She's also <laughs> fair point. Um, that she is in the ninety second percentile um, of her age group. Okay, that means if you put a room of hundred kids her age, only eight of them are smarter than she is. Like that is a clinical IQ score. I don't know if I can even score one hundred twenty on an IQ test. Not now. You're okay. way stupider. Yeah, now. much much stupider. Um, and. You know, so I started diving deeper, right? I'm getting excited as I go along because I'm like her biggest critic, right? I'm like her biggest, like whatever, right? And I, in, and it's almost like I, I had that, um, uh, that sixth sense moment of I see dead people moment, okay? Because uh, I started recognizing things like like my daughter would do, right? Like I started thinking now, like what we would do is we would take like two twenty, like when she was two years old, I would take two twenty piece puzzles mm-hmm. and I would like mix the pieces together, and my child would do the puzzle without knowing what the picture is. Like, I'm like, that's odd, right? But she would do that. Um, I, I, you know, we, we, we would, um, you know, I would teach her sign language and she would catch on very fast. Yeah. She, 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 she knew sign language. Okay. At the, like before she was even nine months old. Um, so there's always these kind of clues that I was like, Oh my God, like these are like, you know, like Easter eggs, right. That I'm finding, right. That she's doing. Um, but what the doctor told me was that, um, the other uh, school, the one that in, uh, in Bel Air, right. I found out that they only accept 138 score or higher. So I was like, mm. fuck, my daughter's not highly gifted. Right. So I tell the doctor, I say, doctor, like score again. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, like she can't get into Miriam Academy. Right. Mm. The school that we talked about. And she goes, uh, I was like, so I, I felt like she was discounted. I was like, well, shit, you ain't that smart. You can't even get to Miriam. 
See, there you go again. Okay. <laughs> and the doctor goes, and I and you know, over the phone, you know, over the phone, and I can almost like feel her touching me on the shoulder and say, "Sir, Miriam targets children who are in the highly gifted. Um, hundred and thirty-eight score or higher is like top five percent of the human population." <laughs> okay. Um. Your daughter is in the 92nd percentile. Okay, so she's within the top 8%. Okay, um, have, have you heard of Brook, Brookfield Academy? And I was like, no. She goes, well, Brook, Brookfield Academy is also a school for gifted kids um, or children. And they accept 115 or higher. So your daughter would clearly qualify for that school. Um, because she's not qualified for Miriam does not mean she's not gifted. <laughs> it just means she's in a different percentile. So. Brookfield sounds <laughs> doesn't sound as good as the Miriam one though. Yeah. Where the, where the one, not the Miriam. Where's that one at? I don't fucking know the difference. <laughs> I know. Right? All, all I know is my daughter is in the top 10 percentile of um, intellect. Um, and so I'm like, like, where does this come from? What is this like? Like, like, because I'm not a fucking science, rocket scientist or a doctor or lawyer. Right. And my wife, you know, she's no. Right. Um, and not to, you know, uh, discount my wife, but just real talk. Like, you know, oh, we're not scientists. Right. We're not. Or like, rockets. Or rock, right? <laughs> and so um, the doctor says it comes. It's 50 50. It's genetics from, you know, it doesn't have to be from the parents, but somewhere down the bloodline. Right. And it's also environment. And it's also how you nurtured her. Nature and, versus uh, nurture. Or yeah. nature and nurture combined. Exactly. 50-50. And so she said, take credit in the fact that you you raised and you fostered an environment that allowed this child to to at least now um, see where her uh, uh, her abilities can bring her. Like, her baseline right now is off the charts. Like, there, there there's a rating that says 120 at the average score. Um, and it says superior when it comes, it says IQ. It's a fucking superior, it says IQ. And these are clinical tests. Like, they don't throw around words like superior arbitrarily, right? These are scientific things. And there were some tests that my daughter did that were like a dozen tests that she did. She was scoring at eight, seven, and six-year-old levels. And my daughter's four. The lowest test she had scoring or activity they monitored her at was like a four and a half, which is right about where her age group is at. But um, she was performing at, Highly, highly remarkable level. So I just had to share that. Um, a long narrative, but that's how my kind of week culminated. I am proud as a I play know. uncle. I am very proud of that. I know. I love it. Had to share that with people. That was right. it? That's it. All right, cool. That's, it. that's all right. the weekend. That's so, all. That's all I got. That's he all I got he had a brilliant situation because <laughs> his daughter's brilliant. Anyway, pros and different area codes. <laughs> So I know you've been keeping up with all the awesome sports stuff that's going on. There's a summer league. I remember that from last year. There is a summer league right now. Good job. It's just summer. I wasn't going to talk about it, but yeah. Good but job. that exists. The Lakers were in the finals of the summer league. They that, almost won. Everyone cared about that, right? Because in the summer cup. <laughs> oh, that's not. Oh, you I just made that up. Summer cup. Made that up. So let's talk about the World Cup, though. Ha! That's a cup. World Cup is done. Yes. France won. Okay. Know that. Why? Because there's lots of black people in the France team. <laughs> there are a lot of black. That's true. There are a lot of black people. Because colonization. Yes. Um. But the question is, who who did they play against? They played against England. No. Oh, Croatia. Fiction. Croatia. They did. The checkers. The checkers. The Czechs. No, not Czechs. They have checkers. Checkers. Like logos. Like Mirko Krokop. Yes. He was Croatian. Uh, so uh, if you didn't watch the World Cup, uh, you missed out. Um, but it was kind of a, uh, it was a crazy game because 
Um, they France came out, scored in the first half, and then in the second half just pummeled them and uh, wasn't good. Uh, the second goal that Croatia got was kind of a mistake by the goalie. Um, wasn't paying attention. Um, but, you know, I mean, it really should be a 3-1. It's going to be a 4-1. Uh, but Croatia, they were good underdogs, though. But uh, France has not only good players, but they have a really young player as well. Well, that'll, that'll serve you well in okay. a game where you're running across a big, long field for 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, um, it's good. We won't see you again for four years, Jelani. So I hope you appreciate the World Cup for what it was. I, I took it in for every... I mean, actually, though, I will say this. A lot of times at work, they would just randomly play it. Yeah, it's good because all day during daytime, you're watching work hours, having mm-hmm. on the background. It's yeah. great. It's fucking awesome to see sports in work hours. Yeah. All right. So next one, MLB All Star Game. Did you watch that, Jelani? It just happened a couple days ago. Right after the summer league. Uh, no, that's not correct. Uh, summer league was right still before going on. the summer league. No, uh, in concurrently with the summer league. Um, summer league just actually ended yesterday. So you don't know nothing about summer league or MLB All Star Game, do you? Nope. Uh, home run derby. You know who won the home run der- uh, derby? Jose Canseco. Oh, Lord. He has not played since the 80s. But I bet you can still go. I mean, what is what it take? You just hit the ball. Oh, just hit the ball. Throw it 100 plus miles an hour. All right. But I'm just saying, like, it's once you know how to do it, it's like a riding a bike. Oh, <laughs> you should never forget. That's just what, that's, that's just what happened. I didn't say he ran the bases. I said he hit the ball. <laughs> Jose Canseco okay. shows up. Stop crack. it. I'm just going to not Well, you let me know who it was then. So it was Bryce Harper. And it was in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. and Washington Nat- uh, Nationals. So it's kind of this thing that, like, if you are, if it's your home, if it's the town that is happening, the game that's happening, there's, like, the team, the uh, the home team will have somebody that is actually participating in Home Run Derby. And it's kind of like, oh, it'd be great if they won, right? And so mm-hmm. it happened, like, three times in MLB history. And um, it happened with Bryce Harper. So Bryce Howard won. Good. Oh, that's not his name. <laughs> okay. That was a laughing with a joke, folks. Everything else was just me, actual blatant ignorance. But Bryce Howard is Ron Howard's daughter, so that was a blatant joke. Um. Okay. And so it's Bryce Harper, and he won. Um. It was great. It's it's cool to see the home home runs happen. And um. In the All Star Game, uh, the American League won. I know you're excited to hear that. Uh, Wait. Now here's the thing, because it's six straight, by the way. Now let me take the pieces of, of sports I know and match them with the match them with the pieces of sports I don't know. So we have the American League and the National League. Yes, sir. And that's baseball. Yes. But then you have the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference when it's basketball. basketball. Yes. Now, Eastern Conference and Western Conference, see, that makes sense because that has to do with parts of the country. Yes. And directions. Yes. And polar ice caps and all kinds of stuff. American and National <laughs> okay. could be anything. That's right. It's almost like football, though. What are the two football conferences? Top and bottom? I don't oh, know. Oh Lord, we that was a that was a. Why don't you know this? I think <laughs> which, which could have been American Conference and National Conference. They do that twice. AFC and NFC. So the basketball is the outlier, the yes. one that makes the most sense of the outlier. That's right. It's not geographic. And as a matter of fact, though, um, the NBA actually may be going to that type of. I mean, it's, not, it's still gonna be East versus West, but uh, when it comes to playoffs, you know how it basically used to be the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals, they may actually turn into a 16-team playoff, the top 16 teams no matter what conference you're from. So that, now, that might be... That could, I could see that making sense, seeing as the Warriors win every year, it seems yeah, like now. Right. So that could open it up a little bit to a little bit more competition. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, plus, it'll make it funner and make it more unique. But the competition's key. Um, last thing, I'm glad you brought up the NBA because uh, Kawhi Leonard is actually was traded to Toronto Raptors. I actually saw this. You heard about it. On what did you hear about it? What, what, what are your to, thoughts from the outline? Like, he yeah. went to Toronto Raptors. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I saw. So, um, and, and, and do you know who went to Toronto Raptors? Who went to the San Antonio Spurs? Drake. Oh, that's not true. Drake <laughs> is probably pretty happy, though. Yeah. Um, DeMar DeRozan actually went. Oh, okay. Does that mean anything to you? You should just tell these people who Jamar DeRozan is <laughs> or whatever. Because you're throwing things out there. I'm like, I don't know these people's you names. Don't know. You don't know. Bryce Harper and Jamar DeRozan. And these are just names. Like, they can walk right across me in the street. <laughs> I'll just, like, walk right the fuck past them. Oh, my God. Okay. They'll no, get no fanfare like, from me. The, the, these are huge people. If they were everyone saying, man, <laughs> I really wanted to be treated like a normal human being. Go into my house yeah. and you would treat like a normal human being, definitely. That was my friend Bryce Harper. I'm like, oh, bro, how are you doing? Want some water? Want some, want some, want some, no? So right. if Kawhi Leonard went to your house, you'd be like, oh, whatever. Kawhi. I'm a tall nigga. Well, who was that guy? Yeah. I'm not going to say. Who's that motherfucker with the uh, the corn rolls? Exactly. Yeah. I would not, nothing yeah. would, nothing would actually, I would never. You'd be like, ever. who's Kawhi Leonard? Like, Kawhi, that's a crazy name. Kawhi, that's, good, that's wild. Demar, cool name. Uh, that's cool. That's crazy. My name is Jelani. All right, anyway. Wow. Okay. So, uh, uh, it's a big drama because Kawhi Leonard actually might come to LA Lakers next summer. Uh, he he said that he actually wanted to be a Laker and prefers to be in LA, but they traded his ass to Toronto, so he's not happy. <laughs> oh, the temporary. Yeah, it's a rental. Um, Demar Derozan is going to the San Antonio Spurs after he was told by his team in Las Vegas a couple days ago that he wasn't going to be traded, so he's not happy about that. Um, but that's all, Lonnie. I kind of blew your mind already with the. People existing. Yeah, I mean, you're just like it, it. It it behooves me how you completely have no idea who these folks are. Like in the sports world, this is like an earthquake, a seismic earthquake, rock to the core. Well, you know how you can sometimes sleep through earthquakes. Yeah, I sleep through all these earthquakes. Okay, all right. I don't know why don't you know this? Why don't you know? Why don't you know? All right. So kind of a nice segue. Yeah, I, I don't know why you said kind of. That was a brilliant yeah, segue. Eased into it. That was one of my best ones. All right, I'm proud okay. of that shit. All right, humble brag. I don't know. I wasn't even humble. I just just brag immediately. Um, question for you. Now, in my heart of hearts, I hope I did not use this one before. Okay. I don't think I did, but in my heart of hearts, I was like, did I use this shit before? All right. If you kill, if you pull it off real fast, I'm okay. like, I'm like, oh shit, I've used it before. Yeah. But maybe you, maybe. Folks at home, write to us if I use this one before. Um, in wrestling, Patrick, what is a shoot and what is a work? I don't know. It sounds like you did this before. Doesn't it, though? It does. Um, I'm probably going to get it wrong anyways. Because like, the reason I, I even went with this one, because you went really sporty. Let me go with the, the one sport I know. Yeah. Um, what is a work? Uh, I got some for you next, next week, though. Okay. Uh, a shoot... So, like, I want to think of shoot. This is this is not what I'm. This is not my final. Mm-hmm. This is not my answer. But this is what I think. Oh, yeah, you can work it out. You can work uh, it out. A shoot. I want to say is like, um, in like MMA, when you shoot for somebody, you're like aiming for the legs, or you're shooting, you're attacking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I don't. I don't think that applies here. Yeah, by all means, work it out. Um, I'm just working out. But I think, uh, because wrestling is about, um. Dramatization, correct. It's about uh, creating a show. It's about putting on performance. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's how I see wrestling. That's 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 how I see wrestling. That's um, that's the truth. 
It's an athletic exercise and exhibition display of what you can do athletically. Damn, that was good. That's how I see wrestling. All the narratives and the shows, that's just, you know, context, right? That just gives a color, right? So I think a work and a shoot has to do with that part of it. Um, And what I mean by that is I think a work is like, I don't mean dress rehearsal, or maybe them like planning it out and plotting it out and working through it. Whereas a shoot is like, okay, you know, we're going to go live on this. This is what we actually are displaying. Very, 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 not close. Very smart. <laughs> not, maybe I think not, it's too high level on it. I know, I'll, I'll break it down. Maybe I'm, I'm a little inebriated, but I think, that's, we, I think we, that that's... Folks, we drink when we, when we yeah, do the show. We if, always drink when we do the show. Um, If it's not that, it should be that. <laughs> <laughs> what it actually is... I'm not going to tell you what it actually is. Just, I'm going to give you one more guess, but I'm going to give you a clue. Okay. They are polar opposite. A shoot is the diametric opposite to the work. They are totally different from each other. Okay. No. Nope. No. All right, cool. Go for it. All right. So, in wrestling, okay. if you're doing a work okay. in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. you are working the crowd. Okay. Which means that what you're doing is the performance aspect of what you were just talking about. That's okay. what I'm saying. While you were pulling that whole thing out, yeah. it was really smart. Because like you're basically saying, this is the fake part. If I'm talking yes. to you and I'm like, oh, I'm, I hate you, your guts. But it's from a place where there's no real problem with me and you. Sure. I'm working. Okay. But there have been times when people have promos, like when The Rock was doing a, a promo against John Cena. Uh-huh. And he was talking back and forth with John Cena. Okay. They were doing... What's called a work shoot. Okay. Where they actually don't like each other and they were working within the ramifications of that, but still doing business as usual, mm. which is really hard to do. CM Punk, my favorite wrestler, also did a work shoot interview where he was providing grievances that he really did feel, but he was allowed to do it and it was within the work function. So okay. a work shoot happens also, but a shoot is typically what happens in interviews where you're saying, mm. This is my real thoughts on stuff. Okay. But a work is typically within kayfabe, which is the fake world where wrestling typically operates. Got it. So that's a work and that's a shoot. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. What you got? Would have never known that. Mm. Um, CM Punk though, he's, he's, he's out of MMA. I mean, he, he, he lost. Well, yeah. Well, that, right? that, like, yeah. I didn't mean, see, I, I, you know what's funny? I read about it. I heard it was pretty bad. I just read them now. I've, I've, I've not watched either of his fights because they, I was like, oh, I can't it's wait only to. It's only two. Yeah. It's either, yes. Two horribly embarrassing fights. But you know what's funny? The big buff wrestlers who used to be wrestlers and became MMA fighters, they did, they did all right. Bobby Lashley, Batista, and Brock Lesnar all did okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, Brock Lesnar is not not really that. He has no business in the ring with Cormier. Cormier? Well, he's probably going to fight against him. Yeah, but he has no business. He get his ass. But he's probably going to fight against him. Yeah, true. He's not want you, motherfucker! True. So I heard about that. Right. Oh, yeah, Lonnie. Um, don't, uh, don't look, because I just right. highlighted it. Oh, okay. I'm all looking right. the other way. We have notes, folks. Um, what is an SP and what does it stand for? Okay, I can tell you what it is. An okay. SP is an ESPN award. It's a sports award. Yes, I've seen that because John Cena was the host. So yes, tell you, last year. Decor- yeah, that's right. When it's connected to wrestling somehow, somewhere I figured that shit Perfect. out. Perfect. What it stands for is the Entertainment Sports <laughs> People. Yep. Entertainment <laughs> <laughs> Sports People. Yep. See, the harder question wasn't what is it. Because, I mean, you could just know, like, you know, an SP. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, um, what's an Emmy? It's an award for television. Yeah. But that, what does it stand for? Week. I don't know. What does it stand for? It's different. Know. Entertainment. Mimi you. Okay. Mimi you. Mimi you. But SP is Excellence in Sports Performance Yearly Award. 
They, I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm gonna yeah. let you know right the fuck now that SP. they called it SP and then retroactively <laughs> made that acronym. Yeah, because there's no way. Fact. There's no way. It's a damn fact. Yeah, it has no sing songy. It has no. Yeah, because like, it yeah. came on ESPN and it had to be called SP and that was the acronym the whole yeah. time. You goddamn lie. But that's an SP. But a lot of sports folks wouldn't know what an SP is. So that's just that's a that's a universal. You're welcome. Folks, you, know? you are welcome. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to this next segment. Let's keep pushing through with that dirty pop. Dirty pop, baby, baby, you can't stop. So what you got? What do I got? <laughs> Typically, I don't do this part as far as the intro, but I will tell you some things that I do have. First and foremost, we both talked about this before the pod even started, but the film Sorry to Bother You. Is yeah. out. It's finally out. Uh, we should go and watch together. We are going to watch it together. That's going to happen. What is it about? Tell, tell, you know what it's about? I know some bits and pieces, but apparently the thing about Sorry to Bother You is that the narrative or what you think the narrative is continues to change. Uh, it's just been wide released. It stars the Keith Stanfield uh, and it stars Tessa Thompson, who are both just out here going crazy. Uh, it's directed by Boots Riley, who used to be a rapper and now decided to be a director of a movie. So that's crazy. Um, and it's the the standard storyline is that he is a down as luck guy who ends up getting a job telemarketing. Yes. And he finds success after making some strange changes. And it's all has to do with magical realism. There's things that happen where it's like, this is weird, but I see what you're trying to represent through these things that are implausible, mm-hmm. but you're representing something within the implausibility. So Sold. that's yeah. Sold. It's amazing. Yeah. We're gonna watch it. Oh, yeah, watch absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yeah, it. we're definitely gonna watch it. Yeah. All right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. it. Actually, yeah, I have been inspired by it. Yeah. Already. Right. Second thing I want to bring up uh, is in reference to the new She-Ra cartoon that's coming to Netflix. Who's She-Ra? She-Ra is the homegrown hero from the 80s. Not homegrown whatsoever. She actually came from Mattel. Um, homegrown hero from the 80s. Uh, she is the sister of He-Man. Everybody knows who He-Man was. Big old 80s toy icon. Back in the day, if you ever watched the Netflix show Toys Who Made Me, you'll find out that what they wanted to do was have some type of equivalent for He-Man that could sell for women or young girls. Yeah, and they okay. made She-Ra. And right. what happened was... She actually outsold He Man. So they like, she? Yes, they're like, ah, cut this shit out. And then they, what? they Yeah, because toy companies were stupid back then. But they were like, they were all not about it. Anyway, the new designs for the updated She Ra cartoon came out. In this version of it, She Ra is much younger. She's maybe like 11 or something like that. So it's prepubescent. Okay. Now, here's where the backlash comes in. All right. In. Now, like I said before, like I said before, she was made for a female audience. I watched a little bit of She-Ra too because it was first. She was first introduced in a movie with He-Man. So yes, I, I remember that. Yeah, so Red, I, a redhead. No, she had blonde hair also. They, oh, both, okay. they both had blonde hair, but but she was first introduced there, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, so I even knew I even had some of the toys or whatever, but she was made for a certain audience, like typically anybody else could join in, but that was the audience that they were actually speaking to. Tell me why. All these guys, these old, old guys who are on my age, <laughs> like this is cartoon is not made for uh-huh. them. You can you can definitely um, appreciate it, but it is not made for them. Are mad because, hey, they're making a new She-Ra. And bro, like, like she was supposed to be the ideal woman. She was supposed to be like, 
you know, big tits and like, you know, big yeah. ass. It's like, that, that's what the she I grew up with. Uh-huh. How much like, she? She's a 10 year old girl. That's not, that's not what I want to imagine. But you don't have to imagine because it's not for you to try to fuck. It's supposed to be a cartoon about being a hero. Um, and there are people online. I actually, I've actually messaged them. There are people online who what like are they saying they were saying exactly what I just said. Oh lord! They were like, "She's supposed to be the ideal woman." I was like, "I don't know why you why you ripped my childhood." First of all, it wasn't your childhood because, like I said, it was for little girls. <laughs> so it wasn't your childhood. Second of all, nothing happens with your childhood if you are well, a new show shows up. Uh-huh. It doesn't change anything for your childhood. That show still exists. The previous show didn't change. Nothing changed about the previous show. They don't take the old show. They away. just decide to do it. Yes, but th- th- that line, that classic line of my childhood is gone, is so stupid. And it happens so often with anything. I mean, I'm kind of guilty of this, mm-hmm. but I took a step back. And I think you were the one who kind of walked me off the ledge. When we were talking about situations with the new Turtles movies. Yes. I don't like new Turtles movies. I like my version of Turtles movies. Of course. I do. But you know what? Those Turtles movies that I watched, they still exist. I can still I can still watch them. Yeah, true. They didn't say, oh, well, the Turtles movies. take it away? Yeah. yeah. The other Turtles movies, they're, they're, they're gone now. Go be nostalgic. Yeah, they're gone now. Yeah. yeah. No, it didn't yeah. happen. So that that's my thing. It's like, bros, stop being children about that kind of stuff. So one last thing I just wanted to bring up uh, in, in, in the pop culture was something I ran across was regarding the Power Rangers curse, the original Power Rangers curse. Have you heard about that, Jelani? I have not heard about this, but I, I think I know where you're going with this because I do know one person who suffered from the curse, but I guess maybe another person did? So the original Power Rangers, right, the one that we, with the, with the bad dubbing of the audio, right? Yes. That we watched in the 90s. Um, most of the Rangers who were on that show um, have... Uh, befallen some sort of curse, um, either themselves or their family members. Okay, so I'm just want to give you some examples that I read. Okay, so uh, one of the Power Rangers, the uh, Yellow Power Ranger, um, uh, she died of a car accident um, at the age of 27. Heard about this? Okay. Um, now, D- Jason David Frank, who was uh, Tommy, the Green and White Ranger, um, his brother. Uh, he was not able to attend the Yellow Ranger's funeral because he was at his own brother's funeral who died at the age of 29 of unspecified illnesses. Mm. So died the same exact time. Okay. Um, now, uh, you know the uh, uh, Rita Repulsa? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, the she, actress or the voice actress? The voice actress. The actress. Uh, she died um, at the age of 68 from pancreatic cancer. She died at 68. 68. No, that's not that old. I mean, that's no, that my old. dad's like 65. That's like barely getting to retirement. I understand that, but it's yeah. not it's not curse worthy. Okay, okay, opinion. okay. Okay, how about this last one? Now, the actor who portrayed Zordon, mm-hmm. okay, his name is Robert uh, Manahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he died of a heart aneurysm at 43. Now, see, there we go. That's now, now, okay. we're, now we're speaking back. Okay. Now we're going back to so, the curse. It just, um, these are things that I just brought uh, that complex did a whole thing on. And I just thought it was odd because I hadn't heard about. Uh, the Power Rangers curse. There's, there's also like some some more like obscure ones. Um, that like actors who like were in Power Ranger like episodes that crazy shit happened to them. Like basically, if you had any connection with acting or being on the Power Rangers, like some crazy shit has happened. Everything from the Red Ranger to like um, also there's like a kid who like was uh, was on this episode. He was 14 at the time, but uh, a few years later, um, he he confessed to murdering. Um, uh, a couple of people and so was sentenced to death. Um, it's just it's just some weird stuff that has connection with the Power Rangers. 
<laughs> you have this weird look on your face. I do have this weird look on my face. Yeah. I mean, that shit's just weird. But it's just weird. I'm just saying. I don't think there's any like if you're connected with Roseanne and you, people start dying on the set or whatever. You know, like that's kind of weird. Like, no, it is weird. Connected, so. I mean, the, the the Lees, the Bruce Lees, they have weird connections. There's no more male ones of them anymore. Yeah, yeah that's... but that's like Chinese mafia type shit. That's like conspiracy. This is like just weird universal stuff how do you know that wasn't power ranger mafia <laughs> was it see all see right. think about that sometime next time all right anyway let's go ahead and wrap this show up folks let's get into that soapbox if i were the man i was five years ago i'd take a flame through to this place i got something to say lonnie you got something to say i got something to say i want to hear it all right so let's talk about okay so 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 you and i are not like super tall dudes right but you know we're considered tall Yes, you know, um, because by, it's, it's by our, the barest of margins, right? No, it's our circle. No, even beyond that, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. If you're like a bunch of, but just, 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 just on average, if the average American is blah blah, you know, I think we're in the upper ranges, right? I mean, yeah, at least at least the above average, right? Um, range. Um, so when I'm fucking walking, mm. give me some space, okay? Because of your height, you deserve- because of my height and my size, and quite frankly, um, I, I, I may turn the fuck around. I mean, pay it to the left or right. If you are not giving me space to walk around, do not, I cannot be held responsible to what happens. I was walking in a crowded area the other day. Why not? I wasn't even fucking crowded. I was just walking. Okay. And, um, uh, I you know, was walking down on, you know, and I, and I made a wrong turn. So I immediately turned around. I was going to go the other way. When I fucking turned around, there was someone right fucking behind me. I ran right into him. And I was like, what the fuck? You gotta give me space for breaking and shit. Like, if I wanna turn around, I can fucking turn around. I don't have to worry about someone right behind me. It's very similar to the car situation. Yes. Like, but we're walking. Don't boom right up to my lower back. That's hilarious. Okay, so I just wanna tell folks, like, fucking give me fucking space. And, you know, I don't know if because I'm tall or because I'm I'm bigger, but um, don't feel you have to walk fucking 10 cents behind me. If someone is bigger than you, um, just like they do with semi trucks, uh, you know, do I uh, do not follow makes wide turns or whatever the same fucking thing. It should be like a ten pace rule, okay? Because I don't need you fucking uh bumping into my back and looking at me like I did something fucking wrong. Now, were you in New York when this was happening? <laughs> no, I was just I was in LA. I was walking and I was like fucking and and my wife's like, oh, you made a wrong turn because we're walking together. And I turn around immediately and I bump into this fucking chick who was just walking. I was like, why are you? All about my shit. That's like, hilarious. Get the fuck off my fucking ass and shit. <laughs> like, I feel like I need a bumper sticker from my fucking backside and be Just like, your jacket. <laughs> don't ride my ass. Like, why the fuck are you, why, why are you so much in a hurry and like fucking creeping up on my ass? Just fucking give space. So folks who are texting and walking, whatever, make sure you give fucking space for the person in front of you. Don't, don't be walking lockstep and key with them. Treat it like you're a car. That's all I'm saying. Just a little brief, little fucking like, just stop fucking tailgating me. Okay. Or if you're a bad driver, do not treat it like you do in a car. How Don't about do that? It. Don't do it. All right. So mine, mine can be pretty easy. Mine can be pretty easy. And you, as a person who watches shows and stuff, have probably dealt with this. I actually dealt with this today at work. All right. So somebody somewhere was having a conversation at work. People are always having conversations at work about, the, about, about a hot new show they're watching. Hot new show. Hey, hey, I'm watching this show right now. This show is the hot new show. Oh, you're watching the hot the new hot show? shit. Yes. And so well, some person at work's like, bam, I'm watching Ozark. And then some person next to me was like, oh, damn, it's so good. Good. Perfect. And then someone else was like, oh, man, you watching Ozark? I am watching Ozark. So good. Everyone's like, okay, so, good. so good. Yes, everybody's like, collectively, so good. Right. Come to me. Jelani, 
You watch Ozark? And I was like, no. You haven't watched Ozark? <laughs> As if when I first said no, the, the answer would be different when you asked again, but asked it all crazy. No, I haven't watched the show yet. Thank you for make your, making your recommendation. I have not seen the show yet. And this happens <laughs> to people all the time with any piece of media. There's always that one person that they know who, if they are confronted with the information, you have not watched something that they love and enjoy. True, true. It's somehow an affront to them. It is. I get the same shit when I tell people I have not watched Breaking Bad. You haven't oh, watched yeah. Breaking Bad? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's almost like if I say I didn't watch, um, I haven't watched The Wire. But, but you haven't watched The Wire? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched, I watched like three episodes and I remember I just kind of like... Well, I've watched two episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So see, they, and yeah. I'm like, you have to stick, stick with it. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but it. It's the same I, thing. It's however, the same thing. I, with both, both those shows, because that, folks, this that was the inside joke because he likes Breaking Bad. I love The Wire. But those shows have had a lot of people push it all the way up. Yes. Where now it's to the point where I was like, ah. Have you seen This Is Us? Oh, yeah, I've watched This Is Us. Okay. What if I say I didn't watch This Is Us? Would it be the same effect? Uh-huh. You haven't watched This Is Us? Yeah, have you watched This Is Us? It's amazing. I've only watched like four episodes, though. You all watch, you had the whole, go, stop. Hit, we're done with the podcast. Have we not, do you not listen to my soapbox? <laughs> I'm talking about this right now. And I'm doing it right now. I know. You better go watch it, This Is Us. Um... Sterling K. Brown's the national treasure. Uh, folks. <laughs> he is. I love him. He's so good. He's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, a dark treasure? He's the darkest brother. I've, next to Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. This is yeah. taking a turn. A deep, anyway, deep hue. <laughs> anyway, folks. Please ignore my friend's racism. Anyway, folks. <laughs> please let people watch what they're going to watch in their own time. Make your recommendations. Make your recommendations with a whole bunch of uh, fervent um, uh, um, passion, but don't question them not watching it as if yeah, them not watching it was a affront to it you. They were not trying to insult you. It's insulting. They just happened not to have a life no. that did not include no. watching that show it's a during slap that in the period face. of time. Go watch Breaking Bad. It's a slap in the face. These things are not true. <laughs> I don't understand. But I do have one other question for you, Patrick. Was this what we just did, the black tie affair? That's a black tie affair, baby. Fan. Prime day. Fantastic. Prime day. Uh, prime day is a whole week? <laughs> no, just yet. No, it's done. It's over. Okay, I was going to say. Don't gonna record this and put it up right now. You're going to tell people it's prime day? They'll be like going to the website. It's like, it's not prime day at all. <laughs> That's a rap song. And then we lose some, several, several listeners. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back next, next week, folks. Talk to y'all later. Peace.